0: Huntley in the shotgun. Justice Hill in the pistol set behind him. Tight trips right. Now Hill goes in motion. Huntley runs quarterback power right side and he's into the end zone. Touchdown Ravens. 28 seconds left. We are tied at nine. A run of two. First touchdown of the game by either team. 28 seconds to go. Justin Tucker with an extra point. That would give the Ravens the lead And it is good
1: And with that the Broncos Are guaranteed a 6th consecutive losing season They have now lost 7-1 score games this season As the Broncos fall in Baltimore They lose Lamar Jackson in the first half Denver defense. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Denver defense comes up with a couple of Justin Simmons picks. It's just not enough. Yeah. It's Denver Story Blues. of the season. Yep. Jim along with the Buckeye boy today. Hope you had a great weekend. Texas It's 970-242-1340.
2: Field goal kicking contest. they yeah. kill it. But some other teams like to score touchdowns. That's just unfair. Yeah, what what what's this touchdown stuff? Yeah, I used to call field goals Cleveland Brown touchdowns. We're gonna to start calling them Denver Broncos. Uh,
1: that would be very apropos. Yeah, very apropos. All right, so got some thoughts on the Broncos last yesterday, but what was the last time that University of Colorado Buffalo football on on the same day as the Broncos playing? Would generate far more enthusiasm, mm-hmm. far more interest. That day was yesterday.
2: Yeah. When with- was the last time CU Buff's football in a positive way? <laughs> yes. Got a call for us. A seven. And it's not Mike from Scottsdale.
1: <laughs> Shocking. No Mike from Scottsdale, first one on the door on no? this one today with Coach Prime. What do we have here, then?
2: This is our uh, friend Jamie.
1: All right. Jamie, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fine. Make sure your radio's down a little bit there, Jamie. There you go. Just to make sure. We don't want to get that feedback. Jamie, good to hear from you. You as well. Uh, oh, I, I, oh, I've I been... I've been Because I follow you on Facebook, so I've been paying attention to what, uh, what you've been putting on Facebook. Uh, you, Giddy would be an understatement right about uh, I, Sanders. I don't,
3: I don't know what to do with my hands
2: <laughs> been there
3: i i don't know it's you know what's funny about it is i've known for a week i've i've i'm fortunate enough to know a guy who knows a guy and they kind of were just telling me hey you know don't sweat this it's done and I had a week to prepare for it, and it still was nothing compared to when it actually happened. Because <laughs> like, you never oh, know, yeah. right?
1: I mean, you hear from people, and, you know, we, we had a pretty good feeling for Mark Johnson. I mean, Mark didn't really mm-hmm. confirm Mark or deny didn't say it, but, but you say just it. got this vibe that, that, that he knew that was going to happen, and you, you never know exactly what's going to happen until it actually does, so yeah, it was
3: Well, you know, he, in the fan base... We call it buff ish, you know, because we've dealt with it with Butch Jones, and we have dealt with it with uh, Sarkisian. We thought those guys were coming, and at the last minute they bailed. And so, yeah, obviously that was a concern. So everybody's like waiting for that shoe to drop. And when it actually came down, Friday uh, was it Friday night or Saturday night? Saturday, Saturday night. When he,
1: after the Swack game is when he he sat there and said, "Hey, I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to Colorado." And then of course the press conference is right. yesterday.
3: And then everything yesterday, I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch the, the, him address the players, but I've never heard anybody talk to a group of kids like that in my life.
1: He knows how to connect, doesn't he, with, it with, was, with, with that well, age group? it was group.
3: honesty. You know, the level of honesty that he was with them, it was intoxicating. And and people can say they're honest and they can do this, but he was unapologetically honest, and he wasn't offensive, but he was just straight to the point, and he communicated
2: I love how he handled the Jackson State departure. I yeah. saw that video. I loved it.
1: Oh, but but you you had the people though that were coming after him. Of thought course. he was gonna stay there forever and you know you know try to increase the, the profile mm-hmm. of historically black universities. Thought he was gonna stay there. Stop it.
2: He he did He never the, said he was gonna stay there forever, and he did raise he, their profile. He
1: did he raised their profile College exponentially. Game day was there? Yeah. So it's like stop, stop this. And then he was sitting on the padded chair while I was what the eighty year old was sitting on like a folding chair. Well, the guy's also had a couple of toes amputated. And yeah. Let's come on. And he's Deion it's like, Sanders. Let's let's stop stop looking for crap to throw at the mm-hmm. wall on this guy. Okay. It was just it was well, incredible.
3: I'm, we've been on the other end of this too with Mel Tucker, and we got to be classy about it. And the fact is, is he's going to leave us too. But hopefully he can raise the profile in the next couple of years. And frankly, we've earned this. You know, it's those of us that have been through this for the last fifteen to twenty years. I, and it's got to go well, hope obviously. But it's you know, with the amount of talent that they're talking about right now, Travis Hunter's apparently coming. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's going to be different.
1: Well, Shadir is—he's already won the job. I mean, well, he's not won it. I mean, his his kid, you know, Shadir Sanders, coming to me yeah. is. I mean, the hunter said great. as much
2: yesterday. He's like, "That's your quarterback." He was there. Like, it's like, you're... "He's got to earn it," but that's your quarterback. But
1: let's, yeah, because McCown's already going to hit the transfer portal. We'll see what JT Shroud mm-hmm. does, and you know, which wish those guys all the best. But but did have you? If you watch the the swag game on Saturday, you go, okay, he's yeah, pretty good. He's pretty good. I think I think they're going to be uh, their talent level is going to be uh, improved dramatically yeah. with, with his inclusion.
2: Yeah, Hunter's a good get too, though. That's he's pretty, a pretty really good get. Good get.
1: Yeah, I yeah, Jamie. Yeah. It's it's you know as bummed out as I was about the Broncos yesterday, I was equally giddy about Deion Sanders coming to Boulder. What that what that's going to look like? I don't know how long it's going to last, but it's going to be fun for however long it does last. I think it's he's he's brought national attention back to Colorado Buffaloes football, which it's 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 had national attention for for all the wrong reasons. Mel Tucker, Midnight Mel, and some it's of those the things. first
2: weekend in December they've had national attention in 35 years exactly
1: like. and, and and of a extremely positive yes. nature to get a guy yeah, like Dion good attention yeah the good attention which has been uh, lacking <laughs> for Colorado so okay so I'm, right now you're way too far out prediction how many games do the Buffs win in
3: 2023 um I I'm stuck between seven and eight I went through the schedule yesterday I, I think you know part of that is I think this was the best the Pac-12 has been in since we've been in it. And I guess maybe there's the hope that there's a little bit of a fallback on that. Um, we have a little murderer's row of USC, UCLA, Utah, and Oregon all in a row. That's going to be hard. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't think TCU is going to be as good. I think we're going to improve faster than Nebraska will. CSU is obviously, you know, I don't even know if they're going to show up. And then we, I think we have Washington State, Stanford, Arizona. I think seven. I'm okay.
1: going to go with seven. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking more around six. I think they get bowl eligible. I think they're competitive. I think I think they will play hard, and he he will bring in talent. He, he, he's already made them better, and he hasn't even coached a game yet. They're already a better football team athletically, just because his kids are coming along. Then and the Hunter kid than they than they were the day before he, he stepped on campus. So
3: We're going to see kids that we haven't seen in a long time. And if you saw the look in those kids' eyes, I think they thought they were going to meet a celebrity yesterday, and they walked out of that room making life choices.
1: Yeah. And
3: it'll be interesting to see how they respond.
1: Well, Jamie, I'm excited. I I appreciate the phone call. I know you got kids to go teach. I appreciate it.
3: Oh, well, they're not yes. here for another 20 minutes. So oh, my Thank day. you, guys.
1: Okay, well we appreciate it's the early phone really, call, yeah. Jamie. Take care, man. Good to hear from you. <laughs> all right. All bye. right. All
2: right. It's a Monday in December. What really uh, are you going to be able to teach him at this point? And I you know what? I, I love the positivity and the optimism for CU. Man, it got a rough, rough close to the season. Yeah, it's those last five games, first of all, four the last four games are on the road. Bang up job there, Rick George. No, I'm just kidding. It's the conference schedule. (laughs) It's just the way it is. USC at home, at Oregon, at UCLA, at Utah, at Washington State. However you start, you may finish with five straight losses.
1: It's it's possible. Yeah. I mean it's I'm looking at five wins. It's rough. Yeah. I I think maybe they they could get somebody in that last group, maybe. They might they might start
2: five and one.
1: They could. They could start five and one.
2: They could get Nebraska. That's a home game. And I always,
1: and I like how Dion. He he knows he knows what Nebraska means to Buffs fans. Yeah. Already calling, you know, calling his shot against the Cornhuskers, which I like. Which is what you you want yeah. your football coach. That's still whether than the better conference go win it though. You
2: bet, You better go win it. <laughs> but okay, so open with TCU. You should lose that game. Right. In all yeah. honesty, TCU is a playoff team, which probably. we probably and you're on the road, you're in Fort Worth, you probably should lose that game. Nebraska, CSU at Arizona State. I can see you 3 and 1.
1: Arizona, yeah.
2: Arizona, yeah, Oregon State. Oregon State's, up, Oregon State's home, tough. They're tough out anymore. But you're at home. Yeah, which you know, is good. Give you 3 or 4 points for that. Stanford's yeah. going to have a new coach. You should be able to beat them at home. And so you could get, you could get to that last stretch at 5 and 1. And then all you need is an upset somewhere, you know. Catch UCLA. Catch Washington State. Maybe yeah. get USC sleeping. Who knows? And then you're bowl eligible. Dan right? Lanning going.
1: Dan Lanning going for it. Going for it in his own thirty four.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I, I see five wins. There, yeah. Though, yeah, yeah I, I'm with
1: you. I don't see seven. I see five or I see six. Right. I think they could get somebody in that last stretch. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna because they're they're gonna be better. They're going to be in. They're going to be in football games late. Right. They're going to have the opportunity, which now, I mean, they're they're done by by the time clock ticks down the first quarter. They're done.
2: Oh, they're done on Labor Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, their season's so, over. It's like, well, we're one game in and we lost forty eight to six. So we're going to go ahead and pack it. in. What was the, the last year. time? When's in, Tad Boyle practice to start?
1: <laughs> what was the last time in December we led with CU Buff talk? I cannot remember the last time in a December that I think we
2: Eric Bienem was still playing there.
1: <laughs> Probably you weren't doing. I was the seven. Show. I think uh, I hadn't s- come up with the show yet. Yeah. I wasn't doing a show like this yet. So never.
2: I think the last time in in a good way. I don't know. The last time we led was when Mel Tucker bolted. Yeah, seven hours before the <laughs> show started.
1: Oh, uh, so a lot of enthusiasm. A lot of excitement. Mm-hmm. I got the buffs out on today. He's got a
2: little John Embry. Yeah, let's go through that wall, buddy. To him, a little bit.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And so that that makes me a little cautious. Like, eh, I I bought I drank the Kool Aid before on this, right?
2: But at least with Dion Sanders, at least you can point to something. And he's bringing
1: right. he's bringing talent with him, which yeah. is a something that John Embry did not have. Now, are they going to be the ability Power to five do that.
2: talent? We don't know yet. They're great at FCS, but are they going to be? You know, upper tier, top crust of the Pac-12. I don't know yet. Maybe, hopefully, know. but there's. Shadour, I don't. I mean,
1: Shador's numbers are extremely impressive. His right. son, the quarterback.
2: But there's optimism, right?
1: But he was like a four-star guy.
2: Yeah, Travis Hunter was number one recruit. Number, was going go to
1: flipped. Uh, he flipped him from Florida State.
2: You know, and so, but like he also brings pedigree. John Embry brought. Uh, you know, he was an assistant in the NFL. Deion's
1: got a part, gold jacket. Part of the 1990 championship yeah. team, co-national champs. And he's and,
2: not a Jeff Saturday.
1: No, he's a guy that's He's a guy that 26 and 5?
2: 26 and 5. He mentions it in one of his cuts. He's they are talking about them as an and O team, which means nobody's beating them this year. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. He's he is a quote machine too. He speaks in sound bites.
1: They're long. I could be a bit braggadocious. I came up with that word. Right. It's like, no, no, you didn't, Dion. I just but, created that word. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. But create, first of all, you it's funny. Create, it's funny. You didn't create
2: that word. But, but he's not a Jeff Saturday type. No.
1: Right? He's got... got skins on the wall. Yeah. And people say, well, it was FCS. Well... I do love how he sneaks know,
2: in the fact that he did play two sports at the pro level he, in one it, of his
1: clips. He managed to work that in, yeah.
2: It'll grow tired, right? And it's... I kind of... I thought of Russ Wilson this morning. Because I think it's both a put on a little bit. A little bit. Russ is one hundred percent a put on. He's a movie character. He's how would the lead actor Russell Wilson in this movie respond? That's why he just sits there and lets Mike Purcell yell at him. Of all yeah. people, Dion. It's a put on, but it feels like that's actually him. There's
1: there's a tr- there's a level of of that is he yeah, is him of yeah. a genuine personality I saw one of there. His
2: Falcons punt returns. He had four guys to beat yet, and he was already high stepping. So I mean, it feels like this is who he is, right? It's a put on for sure. But he had the the black and gold tie, had the hat, looked good. So, yeah, complaining so, about the heat in the in the conference room.
1: Said all the right things yesterday. I, you
2: know, I seems to like him some. Rick George.
1: Yeah, he does. There, there seems to be a relationship there. Yeah. All right, so we've got some thoughts about the Broncos losing again yesterday.
2: Uh, hey, how about hey, that? Even, D, coach Prime! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, wait. There what, was a feeling watch. about that yesterday. Watch. Though. Colorado goes out and they, he turns things around. Mm-hmm. Y'all said, hey, what about what about Dion? coach of the Broncos? What about that? What about
2: that? 100% will happen if they make it to a bowl game this year. You'll, somebody, you'll, you'll hear somebody say Somebody what? on the Twitters will do it. What? what about him? But there was very much a Broncos lost to Baltimore. But hey, Coach Prime, there was that feeling yesterday.
1: There, there was. Hey, that sucks. But hey, this is this is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, because right now of the five tending, trending topics on Twitter, one is hashtag Prime Time. The other is Coach Prime.
4: So Prime. Time. So there you
2: go.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, he's got he's a football coach mixed with a Southern Baptist preacher. I mean, it's there's that. Yeah. There's that thing. And motivational speaker. A little bit of car oh, salesman in little, little car salesman, which, come on, most successful football coaches have. Are that.
2: a bit of a car salesman. Have yeah, a yeah. little
1: bit. And we mean that with, with the utmost yeah. respect to our friends that are car salesmen. Got to have that ability to have a gift of gab. Right. Be able to sell the. To be able to talk to the of their money
2: <laughs> is not nothing. Or, you know? or
1: talk a kid into coming to play exactly. at the University of Colorado, a 1-1 football team. Do you ever think you were going to
2: go play college football in Colorado? Well, think about it now.
1: Because you're going to get to play for Deion Sanders, yeah, and and the and the kids are digging that. And this this is a bold, gutsy move by Rick George. Yeah, and th- this, where everybody's been wondering, is how committed is is Colorado to football and being a contender in the Pac-12 and getting back to some kind of national prominence. That's
2: hush now. That's those this, questions. That's okay. Answer. This is.
1: This is a huge get for Colorado. Will it work? We'll talk more about it throughout the morning. We don't know. (laughs) I don't don't know. I I really don't know. Check
2: back in two years.
1: But you know what, though? I'd rather Rick George go big or go home. I'd rather he make a move like this Mm -hmm. than, well, let's hire Tom Herman, who obviously is not coming, and I think that's a good thing. It's nice to see them do something out of the box.
2: Yeah. I was thinking about it yesterday for Rick George. This could either be his last hire. Or his last sell job, right? Because he's got to sell Boulder on Deion Sanders. Yeah. You know, so he's got to sell Dion on Boulder, too. So, you know, he's got to talk him into it. If it works, it's the last time he has to sell Boulder because people will start coming in after Deion. And if it and, doesn't work, yeah. he might get fired.
1: And, and, and there's the challenges of it's a very transient population. It's got a loyal following, but not a big following in terms of Buffs football. Colorado basketball's kind of taken more prominence. of the stage, you know, yeah. of the prominence with tad boyle and going and to the instable tournament. So. And, and understandably so. But there's that once again, this state is a pro football state.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a Broncos state. But this is the kind of move that makes people go, Yeah, but I I can get behind watching the Buffs yeah. on a Saturday now. I can get I want to see what happens here.
2: They may only win four games, but their rating should be better. At least, hopefully they will at least be competitive
1: you would think so and, and that that to me for year 1 is what and maybe we're mm-hmm. we're not giving the broncos enough credit in that regard they've been i mean they've now lost 7 one score games but it doesn't feel the same right if the buffs are competitive right you and and they win four games you're going okay but they were in that game against USC they were in that game against UCLA
2: there's a difference losing 31 28 than 10 9
1: and the expectation was this would be a playoff team There's in at Denver. Least
2: something inspiring in twenty-eight points yeah. and a loss. The,
1: the the missing ingredient was supposed to be a, a, an offensive minded head coach and a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They got those things, and they're basically you got both. The, and they're missing more. Ingredients. And, and, and they, they could potentially lose more games. Than they lost with Vic Fangio in his last season. Mm-hmm.
2: They could have doubled their point total and still lost to either the Commanders or Giants, <laughs> who neither won yesterday. <laughs> They didn't lose either, but they neither of them won.
1: What's happening coming up in a moment? Oh, who do we have here on the Chick-fil-A breakfast team? This panel? is our buddy, Mike, oh, and okay. Mike from Scottsdale. Good morning, Mike. Jamie beat you to being the first one on the door today about the Buffs and about Dion.
5: Oh, he had some good thoughts. That's fine. My wife and kids were wondering why I was walking around the house just saying prime time. Prime time. Prime time, prime time. all weekend. Prime time. Too legit.
2: It's a, it's a buffalo underoos and a <laughs> ball cap. That's about it
5: exciting exciting times how to flip the switch change a culture and a perception of a program almost overnight because i mean we've got articles like in the indianapolis star journal you know talking about colorado football then that's just this is the type of move that should have happened a long time ago You mentioned the safe moves over the years, you know, bringing in the the Embrys, and the the Carl Durrell was the biggest, you know, generic move of all, but um, yeah, I think finally the administration outside the athletic department, I think they kind of stepped aside and said all right, here you go, and I hope that Stefano retires very soon and let's you know, get out of the way, you know, just, just get out of the way. Let the athletic department handle the football program and uh, get out of the way. But I, I totally here, agree. Yeah. It's like nerds go back over here. Nerds, nerds. Exactly. But, you know, just, you start hearing about, Oh, this five-star recruits now, you know, considering Boulder, just a handful of them, the transfer portal will be just interesting because you could turn this around overnight but i you know four or five wins next year is a realist i'm not going to say 8 9 right. that's not that's not realistic come on
2: you got a brutal but, last five weeks
1: yeah it's just it's yeah, yeah you went through those wild.
5: games that's brutal <laughs> i mean that's brutal even back in like the mid 90s i mean you know that's a that's a tough stretch but the plans in place, you know. Give him two or three years there, then let's see what that last five. You know, then CU will be one of those teams. Are like, uh oh? When's the last time teams feared going into Boulder?
1: Been a while. <laughs> Eighty nine, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, late eighties, early nineties. Two thousand one, yeah, maybe. Probably, yeah, with yeah, obviously yeah, Gary oh, yeah. Barnett, early two thousands. Yeah.
5: Yep. So. You watch the fundraising, the name, image, and likeness money is going to change overnight. I've already seen a lot of activity on the boards with, with the big donors that were ready to walk away and never give another dime to this program again. And that changed. So...
1: Yeah, I just he's, think that you... you need electric. Yeah, you, you needed a, 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 a seismic shift in the perception of Colorado football. And you're not going to get that with a Tom Herman... Or, or somebody that, which you know, Tom Herman is a fine football coach. Well, and and I don't know how long this is going to last with with Deion Sanders, but he sticks around. He builds his thing up. You know, you know, you are going to have UCLA and USC leave to go to the Big Ten, and all of a sudden, you know the the uh, the obstacles to getting to a, maybe a college football playoff, an expanded college football playoff, getting to a Pac twelve title game that the the obstacle of a USC is not there anymore. And you, you, you. Realistically, if you're if you're Deion Sanders, you could get this Colorado Buffaloes football team into the college football playoffs. That's not. That's I hope not he's a, there
2: long enough. To, I hope he's
1: long enough for that to happen. To be,
2: to be taking yeah. advantage of no U.S.
1: and that's and that's a possibility. I mean, like that's that's the that's the danger of yeah. this is that he does well and kind of like Mel Tucker did, and then he mm-hmm. parlays that into something else. But at least right. But you're better off doing that at least having this be a situation where there's excitement about this program again and being able to accept the risk of that, then just, oh, let's play it safe again and let's, you know, let's hope we can win four or five football games and not get blown out every week.
5: I think he would set it up for the next if he left, he would set it up for the next hire though. Absolutely. You know, that that program then has a different a totally different perception around it. Because before you took this job, I mean, you heard all the, the analysts saying, that's a horrible job because of all the, the obstacles that we talked about before, right. the transfer portal, the academics, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny if that seems to just get – that just went away. Um, so I kind of feel bad for the coaches that were hamstrung, you know, handcuffed before that had to deal with that in a
1: way. That had to deal with the transfer portal, academic yeah. issues. Yeah. And, the Analysts. Analyst, yep. I said
2: it was a terrible job. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's right because it is a. I mean, it is a terrible job, but he's the right guy. Yeah, because no, everybody else is afraid of what a Deion Sanders means coming to their program mm-hmm. because of just the character that he is. And I and I applaud Rick George for not being afraid of that and saying, you know, let's let's lean into this coach prime thing. Yeah, let's let you know, let's bring him in and let's let him energize this program and get kids to want to, want to see Colorado players. And it's like you're going to build a whole roster with Colorado players. But, I mean, how many four- or five-star guys leave the state and don't even consider CU? Now those guys are going to, going to start, mm-hmm. hey, you know, uh, playing for Deion Sanders, staying in state. Mama, Under Carl get Durrell, me?
2: you needed six players to get five stars. Now you can get five <laughs> stars out of one player.
1: Exactly. And, and so it's just, I don't know how long it's going to last, Mike, but it's going to be fun while it does. And I'm, I'm going to be yeah. – I'm excited about it. So, hey, Mike, appreciate it, man. Great to hear from you.
2: You guys have a great day. We'll see you. You too. And like All right, I Mike said, from Scottsdale. This is Rick George's last sell job. If it blows up, he's probably fired. If it goes great, it like Mike said, it's just set it up for the next guy. Yeah. Like, hey, you follow – you can build on what Deion Sanders did. Look where he's at now after his success. Wherever.
1: Auburn or wherever wherever yeah. he ends up going to. And, you know, Feinbaum made the comment about, well, well, Deion's more equipped to recruit the South. But his name, he's he's not just some guy. Right. He's an NFL Hall of Famer that the kids see on TV. They see him doing commercials. Mm -hmm. They're going to watch this stuff and go, I want to play for that guy.
2: And the thing about the name value is it's huge when you think because if you're a high school football player, you don't know Carl Durrell. That's 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 understandable, right? Yeah. If you're playing high school football and you don't know who Deion Sanders that's not Dion's fault. That's your fault. That's you
1: not, not paying attention and knowing yeah. anything about NFL history college football. You've history. not seen a
2: highlight from the last thirty mm. years, you've not watched college game day, you've not had one of the most NFL charismatic network. players yeah. ever in college or, or NFL football. He's been on TV in some manner since he retired, whether it's NFL Network, ESPN.
1: Yeah, he's until he took the Jackson State job, he's always had a gig.
2: And he's been on commercials. Yeah. I mean, he's on a commercial with Nick Saban.
1: (laughs) All right, 727. We're horribly behind, but that's okay. Yeah. College
2: we, game day went to Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi this year. So, yeah. I mean that's really all you need to say about his college football resume.
1: And and the revenue, I believe, it's something I like doubled or tripled the football revenue from mm-hmm. from going, people going to Jackson to watch games. Yeah, with his presence there, actually ended up helping that team's or that's that city's lo- local economy mm-hmm. because all of a sudden people want to go watch Deion Sanders and Jackson yeah. State. All right, seven twenty-seven. Got some thoughts about. Broncos losing again. Another close one. Also, Deion Sanders, now the coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. So you're saying there's a chance. Yes. And it it happened yesterday. Actually, Saturday, Mm -hmm. when he announced that he was going to Colorado. All right, 728, and it's time for...
2: What's happening? (laughs)
1: All right, the Broncos have now lost seven games by one score or less after falling a Baltimore 10-9 to on Sunday. The loss ensures that 3-9 and Denver will have a losing season for the sixth consecutive year. Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson threw for 189 yards with no touchdowns and interceptions. He hit tight end Greg Dolchich with six passes for 85 yards. Wilson says a close loss to a playoff-contending Ravens team his cold comfort.
6: Listen, we play the game to win the game. We don't play to have moral victories or moral, moral losses or anything. At the end of the day, um, we play this game to win the game. And, you know, it's the National Football League. There's always going to be ups. There's always going to be downs. There's going to be good plays, bad plays. There's going to be, I thought we did a great job for the most part, but just um, not good enough.
1: Denver defense came up with two Justin Simmons interceptions and in the loss. Wide receiver Cortland Sutton left the game with a hamstring injury. Denver hosts the AFC West leading Kansas City Chiefs this Sunday with pregame at noon and a 2:05 kickoff on the team Sports Network. NFL Hall of Famer Deion Sanders, now the coach of the Cup of Buffaloes. Sanders made the announcement Saturday after his Jackson State team's win over Southern in the SWAC title game. Sanders press conference was yesterday in Boulder and he says he knows what CU fans want.
0: I can grasp it and I can touch it and I can feel it and I can taste it. I truly understand what you want. All you want is an opportunity to win, to compete, to dominate, to be amongst the elite, to be amongst the best and darn it I'm gonna give you that. <laughs>
1: Sanders contracts a five-year deal with $29.5 million. He'll make an average of $5.9 million per year with a $15 million buyout if he leaves after the first year. So he becomes the first FBS school ever to hire four black head coaches and the first ever to hire a coach from a historically black University. The host Central Warriors and Fruit Monument Wildcat boys basketball teams went 3 and out. the Warrior Challenge this past weekend. Central was a 55-25 winner over Moffat County with Colton Miller dropping an 11 for the Warriors. Fruit Monument defeated Rifle 72-27 on Saturday with Max Orchard scoring 15 on the Wildcats win. Grand Junction went 1-2 and after losing to Castleview 56-55. The Tigers, Will Applegate, scored 12 in the loss. Palisade also went 1-2 with a 77-52 win over Basalt. The Bulldogs, Luke Fay, scored 28 points in the win. The Warrior Challenge all Tournament selections included Fruit of Monuments' Austin Reed and Daniel Thomason, Central's Braylon Scott, Grand Junction's Will Applegate, and Palisades' Luke Fay. As far as girls basketball from the weekend, it was a busy weekend for the uh, the girls as well. The Central girls got off to a hot start. They went 3-0 with wins over Discovery Canyon, Pueblo County, and Smoky Hill. Warriors averaged uh, 62 points per game over the weekend with the defense-holding teams under 10 points and 10 of the 12 quarters they played. Montrose opened the season at 2 and one thanks to their wins over Pagosa Springs and Delta in the win over the Panthers. Freshman Macy Oberg led the Redhawks with 20 points, 11 rebounds. Delta lost two of their first three games over the weekend. Also opening the weekend at 2 and one referred to Monument Palisade. The Wildcats started the Jeff Johnson tenure with wins over Utah schools, Viewmont, and Union. Palisade opened the season 2-1, to beating Prospect Ridge and Aspen under new coach Don Baylor. They held Aspen to four points. In their win at the Brenda Patch tournament, not too shabby. That's a pretty good. D. That's pretty good. Uh, pretty good defense. Grand Junction girls started the Sydney Brandon era with a rough weekend. They went zero three, scoring just twenty one points per game. But in comparison to last season for Grand Junction, that's that's actually improvement on the offensive end. As far as back to boys basketball, had uh, Montrose and Delta that started their uh, their weekends. Delta they played at uh, the Wolf Creek Classic and. Uh, Delta, they actually they played, pardon me, I can't remember which tournament they played in, but uh, no, they, they did play. Some of they played in the uh, the Wolf Creek Classic, and uh, they faced off against Montrose. They lost to the Red Hawks 53-29. Um, Delta also losing to Bayfield, winning over Bayfield 59-53, lost to Pagosa Springs on Thursday 59-41. to As I mentioned, uh, Montrose, they get the win over Delta at the Wolf Creek Classic. Uh, they're off to a 3-0 start for Ryan Vohringer. They beat Pagosa Springs uh, 43-41 and knocked off Bayfield by the score of 43-35. Moving on to uh, Colorado Mesa Sports from the weekend. Uh, the Maverick basketball teams, uh, they were in action uh, hosting both uh, Colorado School of Mines and Metro State for the Maverick men. They uh, lost Colorado School of Mines and Metro State. Trevor Baskin scored 21 loss to the Ordeggers on Friday. Mavericks ended with the weekend with the loss to Metro State as Blaze Three scored 24 points, he had seven rebounds and seven assists and four steals. CMU coach Mike DeGeorge says that his team just lost their identity over the weekend.
4: We are just not ourselves this weekend, and we were just mentally all over the place. The amount of mistakes this group made this weekend uh, was equal to the whole season combined to this point. So we got to regroup and uh, just kind of reestablish who we are and, and get our identity where it belongs.
1: CMU women, they lost Colorado School of Mines and Metro State as well. Friday night, Laura Gutierrez led the way with the Mavericks with 19 points. In the loss to the Diggers, 67-55. End of the weekend for the loss to Metro State. Gutierrez once again led the Mavs with 16 points, including three three-pointers. CMU women's coach Taylor Wagner says that his team will need to pick up the intensity as they go on the road.
6: We've got to be able to step up a little bit, have a little more intensity, a little more focus on the road because it's definitely harder to win in somebody else's gym.
1: Maverick basketball teams play at uh, CSU Pueblo and UCCS this coming weekend. As far as the college football playoffs go, congratulations, Buckeye. Your team is into the Thank college you. football playoffs, and it's Georgia, Michigan, along with TCU and Ohio State. Your uh, four teams into the college football playoffs. Last night, Denver Nuggets were in action. They lost to the New Orleans Pelicans, 121-106. And last night, uh, Denver led by Nikola Jokic. What a shock. 32 points, 16 rebounds, 9 assists, as the Nuggets are now 14-9 on the season. Pelicans playing really well right now, 15-8. Uh, New Orleans gets the win last night, 121-106. And one other quick note from high school sports on the weekend. They had uh, the Maverick uh, wrestling, the Maverick duels over at uh, Brownson Arena and the Central High School going undefeated at the Maverick Duels this past weekend. All right, 734, and that's a look at...
2: What's happening?
1: All right, your thoughts about Deion Sanders coaching the Buffaloes? Coach Prime is now the head man at the University of Colorado. Give us your thoughts on that today. The Broncos lose again. What do you think, I guess, if you could, if you could make one change to the Broncos right now? What would that one change be? Would it be firing Hackett? Would it be sometimes even with Clint Kubiak? Sometimes play calling is still kind of go. What what are they what are they doing here? What is this?
2: Record the game and watch it on fast forward. That's what, <laughs> that's, what that, that's an option too. Uh, so,
1: if you got some thoughts on that today, so it's only like nine. I don't minutes. I don't even know if I want. Do we want to pass out game balls today? I, Justin Simmons gets obviously a game ball at two picks yesterday.
2: Brandon McManus.
1: Though I missed that chippy, that 63-yarder yeah, thing? of the game. I did see a
2: little. I saw one or two. Not anybody connected to anything. That chip shot. Just the Twitter people, right? Like, um, McManus should be able to make those. Are you serious?
1: 63-yard field goal. Like,
2: are you for real here? Stop Come it. Come on. You can't be serious with Stop this. Stop it. He is your only offense this season.
1: Stop it. He's Gus the field goal kicking He's mule. The only
2: reason you, you're you 3-9 and is <laughs> Brandon McManus.
1: Get out that guy's back.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, we'll take a break, and we'll return with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network.
3: Touchdown
6: every morning.
2: The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's
0: sports leader, the team. Ravens quickly through the line of scrimmage. Huntley keeps the ball. Now throws the ball. It's going to be intercepted by Justin Simmons. Huntley was going to be sacked and then made a horrible decision, and Justin Simmons was there with the pick for Justin, his second interception of the season. The first came in London. The Broncos' defense goes down and poses in the Ravens' end zone. And the Ravens fans don't like it. But Jonathan Cooper at great pressure that time, and Simmons with a nice interception right in front of the Broncos' sideline.
1: Alright, so that's 850 KOA, Dave Logan. Justin Simmons with two picks yesterday, as the Broncos still, though, Oh, yeah. Still lose. 10 to 9. They fall to the Ravens. So I think we need
2: a new rule in the NFL. Sure. If your defensive team picture celebration covers more than 30 yards, that's a delay game. If you run from, like, your own 45 down to the other end zone for this stupid team picture, that's a delay game. Doesn't matter what team. The Browns did it yesterday, and I'm I'm like, this is stupid. I'm
1: okay with that. Yeah.
2: Right. This is dumb. Delay a game. You're now just wasting my time. Um, I have to spend even longer watching this field goal kicking contest between two of the best. We'll give them that. That's true. Justin yep. Tucker, Brandon McManus. but two of the two of the best. I agree. Not really who I'm checking in to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and this is a game
1: where where Denver gets you know the, the two Simmons picks. Lamar Jackson leaves with the injury. You know, Tyler Huntley comes out and and actually was pretty good early mm-hmm. on throwing the football. He came in mid series. Where yeah. he has to run out there, he had to take a couple of snaps real quick, just on the sideline practice. Mm-hmm. Runs out there, throws. I think it was like opposite hash, kind of comeback route on his first throw. He hadn't yeah. even warmed up. I mean, early on he looked good, but then then Denver, you know, kind of started to put the clamps on a him couple a little of bit. Bad decisions yep. almost
2: cost them that game, though. Yeah, for Baltimore. Ooh, that that second pick into the end zone it's like, yeah, come it was, on, man, what are you doing here? Yeah.
1: And so Russ, so now Lamar Jackson adds another injury to his yeah. that's gonna be a problem for John Harbaugh going forward mm-hmm. for this football team.
2: Hey, he was off Twitter, so yeah, it was not Twitter after the game last night, so that's good. So
1: but but, but but the Broncos didn't. You know the Jackson departs in the first half of that game, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, okay, you this know. is this is an, this is an opportunity for Denver to maybe steal one here, and the offense just once again. I, you know, people are going. Well, they, they give up a ninety-one yard drive to the backup. Yeah, but they kept them in the game all day long. People, at some point, the, the offense has got to make some plays, right? And you know, I think Russ in that last drive that led to the sixty-three chip, sh- sixty-three yard chip shot. McCann, McCann has uh, been Brandon McManus was supposed to make, right? Mm-hmm. That chip shot, yeah.
2: Tongue in cheek on that. I don't care if it's a 91-yard drive to the backup. If it's 75 yards from the first play from scrimmage, like in San Francisco, good defenses are going to allow at least a touchdown every game. Right. They allowed 10 points, and you lost. That's not on the defense.
1: That's on the offense once again, scoring nine points. (laughs) Oh. After the game. A two to KOA. Dave Logan talked with the head coach. That seat is red hot right now. Nathaniel Hackett.
0: Jeez, another another tough, tough loss. Uh, you know, I, I said during the broadcast in the second half, it seemingly you guys had control of the game and yet I look up and it's it's nine three and obviously that's within one score. That's the
6: danger. Yeah, no doubt. I, I thought I thought we controlled the ball. We we stuck to the plan. We got points when we had to, and uh we're in position to win a football game uh, again, and we, we got to finish. It's that simple. Defensively, you know,
0: you did a good job against this Ravens running attack. I mean, they lose uh, Lamar Jackson, obviously, but you hold them, uh, you hold them down. And this was a team that uh, such a power running game, and and then yet at the end of the game, you give up a 91-yard drive, and you had two costly penalties
6: on that drive too. Uh, we did. You know, I, I give so much credit to our defensive staff. They did a great job shutting down the run. Uh, but in the end, you can't shut it down for three and a half quarters. Uh, you've got to be able to finish it off at the end there. And um, there were a couple fourth downs that they converted. There were uh, – and then they uh, gave up that run there at the end. And, I mean, in the end, you've got to finish.
0: And, and finally, uh, you know, you're down. You've got, um, you've got 28 seconds to go. You move yourself down, really. You, you at least gave yourself a chance For a long field goal, it looked like Brandon hit it down the middle. He just didn't hit all of it.
6: Yeah, uh, you know, the offense did a great job. We hit a big one to Jerry there. Uh, Russell took off. We were able to utilize those two timeouts, and I thought Russell made a great decision on running, putting us in right on that fringe of uh, what we were going to do there um, and still getting out of bounds with the two seconds on the clock. So it, it gave us another opportunity, and that's what I give so much credit to this football team for. You know, they battle all the way till the end. No matter um, what happens or how it's going down, That they're, they're going to battle till the very end. Coach, I appreciate the time. Thank
0: you.
2: Buckeye, did you get
1: a sense that he was blaming the defense?
2: A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we just got to close. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. How, you need to how, score some points how there, about Chief. You, how about
1: you score a touchdown? Yeah.
2: You need <sighs> to score some points. You need to figure out what is going on with this offense. Your offense sucks right Stop
1: now. Stop putting your defense in that spot. Yeah, I, 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 I'm listening. I'm going... I think he's blaming the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ask Edgerron Vero, should we have given up a 91-yard drive to their backup? No, probably not. But how about the offense score more than nine points? Right. That's how about how about give them some some breathing room to work with? Ugh.
2: It's it's mind-boggling how where the blame is falling. It's like well, Russ is the favorite child, so it can't be Russ. It's got to be something else. I just look. The What is it? See, let's see. 40, 73 points since your bye week and you're 0-4. That's what the defense is allowed. Less than 20 points per game and you're
1: 0-4. Because your offense can't score more than 14 points per game.
2: Yeah. Oh. Dallas, <laughs> the Cowboys, since Halloween, have scored almost 200 points. <laughs> the Broncos have scored 166 the entire season. Ugh. The Cowboys got a third of the way to the Broncos' point total last night. <laughs> it's
1: just—it's just insane. All right, Broncos host the Chiefs. This is the game that uh, got flexed out to the afternoon for good reason. Thank goodness. Thank you. Look. Thank you, NFL, for doing that. Uh, this Sunday, Broncos Chiefs from Denver. Pregame at noon kickoff at two oh five. Running behind her a little bit. We'll get caught up with some sound check. <laughs>
5: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Well, speaking of the chefs,
2: uh, Travis Kelsey plays for the Chiefs, got stripped yesterday. That's neither here nor there. Him and his brother have a podcast because everybody except you and I have podcasts. Actually, you have like three podcasts. I have two. Everybody except me has podcasts. And they had Patrick Mahomes on there and... They asked, could Travis Kelsey play quarterback in the NFL? And Pat's answer was very quick. Do you think Travis could have played quarterback <laughs> in the NFL? No.
0: <laughs> You're not the only one. Dog. <laughs>
2: No, I mean, I think he has the physical <laughs> talent to play quarterback in the NFL, but like he says, there's those times where he kind of blacks out. That no just, patience, man. No if you've patience. ever played Travis in ping pong, you know why he can't play quarterback. <laughs> I've <laughs> thrown a pick before, unfortunately. I couldn't even look Coach Reed in the eyes.
1: Hey, it was a beautiful pick, though.
2: The crazy part is he asked about it in install. He said, what if, what if this guy's open? And Coach Reed was like, do not throw him you the have, ball. There's, <laughs> not a progress,
1: there's not a progression in this, Travis. And then I looked at d robb I was like, just run. all it took was a few steps to the right and just a peek dude and it was like either i'm about to get tackled behind the line of scrimmage or this thing's going up and it was my only
2: chance to throw the football
1: in the national football league
2: (laughs) do not throw to him and he throws it he gets picked off
1: (laughs) do not do that okay i'm going to
2: can he play quarterback in the nfl no
1: no absolutely not
2: i was pretty quick this is
1: concentration playing ping pong yeah All right, 749. We'll uh, take a look back at the Maverick basketball weekend for the men and women. They faced Colorado School of Mines on Friday night and then Metro on Saturday. And uh, both those teams had the Mavericks number this past weekend for both the men and the women. We'll get to that next. It is Monday. The good, the bad, the ugly. What makes your list? Also, if you want to offer up your uh, prep stars and mighty Mavs, too, we'll have that coming up later on uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. Text or call 970-242-1340.
2: Who do I listen to? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader.
5: Whoever's to get the dot has got to be smoking crack and plenty of it.
1: Oh. The team. Welcome back, Jim and the Buckeye Boy. It's the good, the bad, the ugly today. Text or call us 970 242 1340. Got thoughts on the Broncos losing again? They have now lost seven games by one score. On to the Ravens yesterday, 10 to 9. And your thoughts about Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, now the coach of the Buffaloes. Got one from Robert and GJ North. I think this transfer portal is going to snowball for CU and finally is the right in the right direction. The Buffs and fans are tired of being the doormat for the Pac-12. Very exciting future. Go CU. Yeah. Robert's pumped up about it. Very good. All right. Uh, the Colorado Mesa University of men's and women's basketball teams face a couple of uh, really tough opponents to uh, Open up Armac play this last weekend. Colorado School of Mines and Metro State. For the Maverick women, they lost both of their games falling to the Ordegers on Saturday, 67-55. And, uh, and for uh, Mavericks, they lost to Metro State on Saturday with some uh, late three-pointers coming back to, to bite them at the end of that basketball game. After the game on Saturday night, uh, Dave Yonke, uh, CMU uh, Sports Information Director, had the chance to talk with Taylor Wagner.
7: Uh, kind of a thrilling game kind of a hard way to lose because your, your team played so well throughout the game a couple easy Easy buckets late though for Metro.
6: Yeah, we just lost track of the shooter. You know, it's unfortunate uh, We got her head turned and she found the shooter and she made a big shot
7: You know it, it, and it's hard to take positives away for, from a loss but your team continues to grow and, and I know it's hard to keep hearing that you continue to grow but I feel like there's a couple other players that took some bigger steps tonight
6: yeah we're getting there you know I don't know if it'll be next week or next month or next year when we get it but we're getting a little bit closer to where we need to be
7: and then uh, you know looking ahead to next week's game back on the road what do you got to do better next week
6: well when we were on the road we we didn't know what was going on you know so we've got to be able to step up a little bit have a little more intensity, a little more focus on the road because it's definitely harder to win in somebody else's gym.
7: Thanks for the time, Coach. Rio, back up to you. Thanks
6: a lot, Dave. Dave
7: Yonke, All right, so the sports uh, information
6: director for CMU down. Good job,
7: by the way, on Thank
2: Saturday you. Night Buckeye. And
1: then after the game, Dave Yonke also talked uh, with Mike the George Maverick men's coach, about their two losses and the loss to Metro State on Saturday.
7: Dave? Yeah, I got head coach, Mike the George's big Coach, seems like these Mesa-Metro me- matchups will come down to some crazy play in, in, in a and a run of events that kind of lead up to the the outcome.
4: Yeah, I mean, honestly, we just it was such a mistake laden weekend for us. I I just don't know what happened to our team, but uh, we are just not ourselves this weekend, and we were just mentally all over the place. The amount of mistakes this group made this weekend. Uh, was equal to the whole season combined to this point so we got to regroup and uh, just kind of reestablish who we are and, and get our identity where it belongs but right now it's just so many mistakes I it's just I just don't know what we're doing out there so
7: yeah and it kind of seems like the, the those mistakes have been coming on the defensive end it, the scoring's been there uh, you, you get 78 points tonight you get four four players in double figures but the defensive end seems to be where those those mistakes are happening. Well, we're making a lot of mistakes at both
4: ends, but the, the surprising part is the defensive end. This group has, at times, had problems offensively, figuring out what their team's doing, but our defense has always been a staple, and without that staple defensively, it just seems like the whole thing's unreal on us. So we'll have to regroup here, and you know I'm not sure what the issues are defensively, uh, but there's just a lack of uh, a purpose to our concepts. And... You know, you got to give Metro uh credit. They just really run their offensive sets with a pace and they expose some of the our weaknesses where we are defensively right now.
1: All right, Maverick men and women at CSU Pueblo Friday, UCCS on Saturday on the team CMU Sports Network. Hour 2 coming up next on the team Sports Network.